And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as... The I'll Watch It Later podcast. Ever heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast, the podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to impress our friends. As always, I'm Aaron, joined by my best friend and co-host, Jordan. Hi everybody. And... My other best friend and co-host. That's why right, I was thinking of something. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was. It was just it yeah, was that momentary uh, so brain pause so where he was thinking of something to so call me. So early. Uh, my emotional support friend, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Oh. Answer your phone. When he, gets all, when he gets all stressed out, I have to lay in his lap and he pets me. Are you gonna? Jordan's not commenting on my turkey. Are you going to say hi? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, you're not. He did. You're not. You dick. Comment on my turkey. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to find it. <laughs> well, Kim said, uh, no one's going to eat that. Well, so Kim's can't. not invited to our personal <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. We got a table in here. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Next snack show is going to be so turkey dinner. What well, it is, is I, I look at snacks every day, and uh, uh, Frank's Red Hot has an injector. For for turkey, I'm, that and, sounds, and it sounds fantastic because it's not just Frank's Red Hot; it's like all the herbs and it's just butter. Yeah, butter into and the Frank's turkey, Red Hot. and uh, I just I want it so I'm bad. Do it with just chicken, just See, get we're a at big this, chicken, and just inject the chicken. We're at this point. Have, we're at this point in Aaron's life where he just, still loves spicy foods and can't eat them. Can't eat them. <laughs> yeah, and he can't eat them, but he still tells everybody that he's like, "This is what I'm doing. Oh, I am going to inject this turkey no, with it's, hot sauce." No, it's not just hot sauce. Like if it was scorpion just, pepper injection. If it was just hot sauce, I would, I would, I would be like, "Okay, maybe no." He's like, "I'm but, injecting hot sauce. I'm gonna roll it in cayenne pepper and pepper flakes." <laughs> so funny you should Deep say that. Deep fried seasoning. <laughs> last night I had Thai food and oh. I had it was Thai hot. Like I got it hot. And I couldn't finish it. It's it's everyone's like, different though. Like Thai hot in some places is not as hot as Thai hot in another. So it's like it's a weird gamble you have to take because it's like, <laughs> is this gonna be the hottest one or right. is this gonna be like a medium? So we went to a show the other night. We stopped by Dave's Hot Chicken, right? Yeah. So Dave's has this scale. It was so good. And immediately, because <laughs> I'm I, I'm at that same point in my life where I'm just like, I'm gonna go with the mild. Can I just get the the chicken? Can you rinse it off with some water? I just need it crispy. Just run it under the sink. Get it, get it to that. I got mild. I got medium and it was fine. But I was just saying, like he, but yeah, he's a, he's, he's a wussy. I just don't want to deal. I, gotta, I don't, don't want to deal with still, all the after. He's still effects. sweating from the tapatio ice cream so from last yeah. week. Mine is like, I'll I'll reach out and I'll I'll be like, hey buddy, what's up? And then it will bite me, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta pull back. <laughs> But I, I still gotta I still gotta keep trying. But let me tell you that Thai food is it's hurting today. Well that's that's great. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Anyways, uh this is our movie show. Hi, our snack show. Um but we do have a snack show. <laughs> I was gonna it's, say it's crazy. Because what did we say? What was the first thing I fucking said last time? I think we well, kind of were both show. on the same page where it's like, hey, I, the second we uh we in, end this show. And sure enough, you went out and not 30 minutes later sent me a picture of you holding a 12-pack of Mountain Dew Fruit Quake Soda. I like the can on this. I do, too. And I hate Christmas. The can's very cool. <laughs> Why do you I'm going to tell Christmas you right now, so much. fruitcake sucks. Fruitcake is probably the I, worst. I like Besides Moon Pies? 
Fruitcake is probably the worst fucking God, snack. The Moon ever. Pie Mountain Dew would just be oh, like Aaron's gonna be buried life. in the cans. <laughs> that would be really gonna find him me. under like all these aluminum cans that he's been drinking. He's like, I don't know if I can get my weenus in that hole. <laughs> However, I do like fruit cake a lot. So says I'm not, who? I'm not gonna lie. I've never had. I don't fruit think cake. I've ever heard anybody say I like fruit cake a lot. Oh, I love it. I think Kim people goes, like grow up with that kind of thing, like <laughs> as like a. It's, it's the worst. Kim goes out and um, buys that like supreme brick of that's nine hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, please, they're all a brick. <laughs> give, me, give me a slice of that. I've, ne- I've never had it. It's good. I've never had fruit it's cake. Disgusting. Like, I'm just not. Is good. I've always heard horror stories, and it just doesn't look appealing. So maybe for the next snack show, we'll we'll drop in a fruit cake so we okay. can just talk shit about how look, terrible it is. I'm down. It'll be the fourth fruit cake at this table. So <laughs> yeah, I'm good with it. I'll try it. <laughs> or the second, depending on which <laughs> you're looking at it. Um, yeah, let's try so this. Do you like fruit? Wait, I'm sorry. Have you had fruitcake? Oh, going say, back to two minutes ago. I'm no, sorry, I've I, never had fruitcake. Oh, like 30 seconds I, ago. I'm sorry. I thought I heard that, and I was like, wait a minute. And it took a second to process. It's very early possibly. in the morning. <laughs> it's very early in the morning. I apologize. Uh, yeah, so let's try this. Right. Let's, uh, let's try this. I've been holding on to it for a I've, week. I've, I've been cleansed. looking at the 12-pack on my table. I wonder my palate with coffee. You could easily be lying and have tried eight no, of them. No, I, I, I did not touch it. So it tastes like, or it smells like Mountain Dew. Like it doesn't even that. smell like Mountain Dew. It yeah, smells it weird to me. It does smell like Mountain Dew. It smells like perfume. It smells exactly like Mountain Dew. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mm. Tastes like Mountain Dew. The, I mean, there is no fruit. <clears throat> ca- There's a I don't know bit. how to put it, but mm. maybe it, it's almost like a code red. It's like a cherry, kind oh, of cherryish. No, I. I'm tasting almost. I do taste code red, but it's like muted. Right. <clears throat> I'm it's like a fruit punch, but. Not fruit punch. I'm tasting plum or something. <clears throat> well, that'd be better. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm tasting gum acerbic. If I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't know that this was like some fruitcake thing, and somebody gave it to me, I'd be like, "Oh, is this code red?" I don't hate this. It's it's not <laughs> terrible. It is not a representation of what a fruitcake is. It's I not really a representation of anything. I don't. I thought it was going to be way worse. I I honestly. The holiday flavors, I liked the ginger snapped more than I like this. What's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with it. I just I like that other flavor because it was something different. This does taste just like a Code Red or a you know, Mountain Dew. Well, it's got a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor. Isn't most of it artificial anyway? <laughs> Some like jellied weird candied bread thing. Like we're in this day and age now, it's a blast of artificial fruitcake. That was weird. I mean, I, 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 give, I give them the props for the can. It's very festive. They're very, very good with their design. It doesn't like, really even taste with like the, anything, man. Even with the flaming Hot version, the cans are are 10 out of 10. You know what it tastes like? Sweet-ass Mountain Dew. No, yeah. you, you should have stopped that ass. <laughs> I mean, it's, not, like it's, not, sweet, sweet it's not terrible no. by any means. It's not a terrible drink. It's no, just... this is for children. <laughs> this is like, you know, this is the, their, their soda. This is not... I guess. Do you think kids are walking into QT, like kicking the door open, being like, Mom, fucking fruit quake Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. It's got a fun can. It's a different color. It's a new flavor. 
I'm sure in the bottles it's all red through the thing because of the, the way the inside looks. I well, mean, trust apparently me, it's for children. It's for children. Kids are kicking the fucking doors down for every Mountain Dew because they're stealing <laughs> all the fucking modern warfare <laughs> codes out of the fucking boxes. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that what's <laughs> happening? Yep. I didn't even know that. Some some I'm dude s- showed a video of him going in and all the 12 packs were like ripped open. Oh, for the double XP, so then yeah. Aaron can get like two instead of three. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good. Get a three XP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, what do you guys give it? It's a two. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I mean, it's regular it's Mountain Dew. It's is still a, good, is, but yeah, it's not terrible. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. When I when I heard fruit cake Mountain Dew, I was like, oh Jesus. Again, with the the flaming hot, they gave us a base level of bad, and then like oh, yeah. I think the one that uh, we got from the East Coast, the kiwi berry, the roar or the lot—I don't know what that one was—but that one was like the better. So, so like we good. have like a range. This is kind of just as a two. Like it's, it's yeah. okay. I'd drink it again. I'm gonna I have th- fucking nine more at home. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know because if I walked into a store, I'd probably get it based on just the stupid. Lights alone on it, like Ooh. it's the gimmick. But yeah, it's Christmas. It's a to me. It's a, this is cranberry sprite. Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> got a one arm full of twelve packs of fruit quake, and the other arm is full of a Christmas cake. Little right. Debbie's. Oh, I love the Dude, those, are, <laughs> those are five though. I mean, you can't. I, they are okay. This is a a one, and I'll tell you why it's a one. Not that it's a bad soda. It's a one because it doesn't taste like anything. It definitely doesn't represent fruit cake. It, but it's Mountain Dew, so you can drink it, which is is really good. But uh, but there would be nothing to do if, like, if I walked up to a like a, a what you call it, a cooler. There'd be no reason for me to pick this over regular Mountain Dew or a Code Red or a Livewire or any any of that. So that's why it's a one because. In no world am I picking this over no. the other flavors. This is a gimmick. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no reason. Well, for after this I to drank exist. the the rest of the twelve pack of the ginger snapped, I never once wanted it again. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's these little one off flavors that are like, okay, we tried it, it was fun. But sometimes you get. I'm those... gonna go get a Mountain Dew. <laughs> right. But sometimes you get those one off flavors, and you're like, man, that'd be awesome right now. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just. If I see this sitting next to a, a, a Code Red or a Livewire, I'm picking that. I'm you, not picking this. You know what I hate that they got rid of? What's that? Diet Code Red. They I, don't have Diet Code Red. And they don't have a zero flavor Code I thought Red. they had zero. What? I thought they did too. Nope. They don't have any of that. Sure, I thought that the zero. If they do, then find it for me because I know. No, I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure I thought I've seen zero. Find it for me. I will buy it because they don't. I've never seen it. I've seen the regular, and that's it. None of the special flavors really get the the zero stuff. Baja Um, Blast does. Baja Blast did, um, and it tastes like cough medicine. But see, none of the (laughs) other Baja Blast variants, like the pineapple, none of those ever got it. That's okay. Well, those, those were, were, I like. Oh, I, I like pineapple. So I mean, that was fine. But I mean, most of the other ones are they don't have it. So anyway, hey, hey, did you watch anything this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did you rate it? That's two. <laughs> okay. Fruitcake has like a specific kind of like spice and flavor, and this just doesn't really have that. It's more sweet, kind of like you said, fruit Very punch, sweet. cherry kind of. I mean, it, it's not terrible. It's Definitely just not. Hit. I mean, if am I going to get one? I'm just going to get a Code Red. Yeah, it's just rebranded Code Red. Because he's like, I hate Fruit Quake. Or I hate Fruit Cake. Both. He hates both <laughs> He's like, I hate it. This is a two. This <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I don't like Fruit Cake. I gave it a lower this score is not based terrible. on the fact that it doesn't taste like what it represents. Well, I mean, a two out of five is not a, not a great score. I mean, it's... 
I mean, for it's, me, it gets it's a two like because it's serviceable. It gets a two because it's serviceable. Yeah, it's, it's like, not serviceable. You I can never drink this. And no, pl- but are you walking into fucking QT no. and buying this? No. Then why? But the flavor why is not that two? bad. You release every weekend now for the next three <laughs> weeks. I'm bringing three cans that we have to drink during yep. every show just every, because every, I need to get rid of nine every, more cans. Every time I stop at a supermarket or like a <clears> gas station or something, I'm just going to pick one up and don't, take a picture right. and send don't it to you. Don't reload it. I was just going to say, there's no reason for this to be like, look what I got. Yeah, keep going with this slamming the fruit quake today hey, and real my fast, purple we, thunder before we get into <laughs> movies call of duty <laughs> um jordan hates christmas who knew like was, you know who knew the listeners who listened last year when i said it five thousand times but during it's just christmas. so weird to me because it's like Why? oh we're doing a snack show and sugar cookie and you're like i fucking hate sugar i said cookie. last year i, I just, don't like sugar cookies it's just he's, weird he's the bro. heat miser i you am are. the heat miser do the thing <laughs> the ranking bass <laughs> uh, i made a clay yeah <laughs> All no, right. I've just never been a Christmas person. I I don't like very I don't it's rare for me to like a Christmas movies. I, I don't like the holidays. I hate the people. Do you wake up on Christmas Day and like kick your kids and stuff? You're like Yeah. You like push them over? No, see I like the gift giving right, for the kids. Get and back stuff like to that. bed. Yeah. But as far as just Overall Christmas, I'm just I'm not into it. It's just a regular day. Do you, I, you, do you know, not have good Christmas experiences when you no, were a child? None. Yeah, there, there we go. I, we're, we're on the table now. I had terrible Christmas experiences, and I still enjoy the season. See, I'm like, as what's, you, what's, it's what's funny the good about the season? The, the state gets overrun with the fucking cotton tops that <laughs> sit there and run so slow on the street. I hate the old people cotton that come over here. Cotton tops is... Slang for old people, yeah. Just in case, <laughs> snowbirds. Wow, okay. snowbirds, cotton tops, whatever. The blue hairs. Um, it, it's, it's it's a terrible season. None of the roads work anymore because everyone's jamming up everything. The stores are crowded. The people are assholes. I just don't like any of it. I'm so, gonna do all my shopping on Amazon. Sit at home, play Call of Duty, and that's it. Oh, it's funny you say that because uh, you were right about the uh, Starbucks line this morning. It mm-hmm. was. Did I tell you? It was insane. That, yep. That, that line is, <laughs> what? is always crazy. What did you say? <laughs> so I was like, I after I sent it. you that text, I was like, 10 o'clock was our start time. And then I was like, and then he's going to complain that the line was really, really long. <laughs> no. and, and, do, you, do you think I sat in the line? No. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm no. just saying every time you've gone to Starbucks, you've always complained that that line is egregiously long. It is. And no one has ever corroborated that he, story. He was heading here. out the door, and I'm like, good luck, bro. <laughs> I'm like, that line was out to the fucking street. Man. I had a, I had a hack. Yeah. I went into Safeway. I was going to say, I usually <laughs> See, would. See, I, I do that, and the last time I did that, because it's literally it's in the same parking lot, right. so I go into the Safeway, right the line was even longer in the serious? Safeway when I walked Nobody in. Nobody in. It was really? just me. Yeah, I was well, like, there you go. I was like, ooh. I even told the lady, I was like, dude, the line over there, and she's like, I know they haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> it, I mean, it moves pretty quickly. I always but find it weird. it's like every time I go up there, man, like the, the, the cars are just in the street. And I'm yeah. like, nope. Yeah, it wasn't Not a lot. That That's why I was actually earlier than I thought it was going to be. This is literally that moment in Shrek where they like leave like a Starbucks when they're getting attacked and then run across the street to the next Starbucks. Like, or, it's, just, yeah. it's so stupid. <laughs> it is. Lewis Black, where he's like, I saw the end of the world. It was in Texas. <laughs> it was with a Starbucks right across the street from a Starbucks. Yeah. It's yeah, just how it, was, it is. It was awesome. So, anyways. All right. We do do a movie show. I promise. Oh, um, I like this. <laughs> yeah. They being the four we, people. We also do uh, guy talk. So, uh, you know, just deal with it. Um, we saw a movie this week. We saw a bunch of movies. Well, not a bunch. I think I saw two <laughs> movies between the time that we've done our movie show. Uh, Scott, have you watched anything in the last two weeks? Uh, I did. Oh my god! Oh my god! You so you lied? He's a liar. Oh, earlier I asked you and you said no. Oh, yeah, I, no I said I did. What'd you watch? 
uh, weird. Well, yeah. Did we all watch that? I watched that. Yeah. We, right. we kind of all watched it separately, but that was the one movie that I did watch good, because good. I, Cause I really wanted to it. see it. <laughs> and it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all watched Weird, uh, which is the Al Yankovic story that was done by Roku. Um, <laughs> Produced by Funny or Die. Yeah, which is yeah. so weird. The so second weird. that came up, I'm like, oh my God, is this a skit? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, well, it should it be was, on like, yes. the internet. Close. The, the more you watched it, the oh. more you realized it was actually a skit. This fucking movie. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Um, who plays Madonna? Uh, Everybody's in it. What's um, Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, Weird Al is in it. Jor- Jorma Rain, from... Uh, Rain Wilson, but I guess he changed his name. Uh, don't worry. Okay. Not that part. Did you see uh, that he changed his no. name? No. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like he really global warming. It. Yeah, he, he, he literally changed his name. So is he like global. Meta World Peace now? It's kind of. Much. Because it's like... <laughs> Rain, thunder, and lightning oh, over Jesus. the Gulf and Plains, Wilson or something. I'm not playing. I wish, he, I was I wish he were kidding. I saw the same story. So. No, so he's in it as Dr. Demento. Uh, Wolfman Jack is Jack Black, Jack which was Black. kind of a funny scene at the party. Um, guest stars galore in this movie. Jorma and Akiva? I'm surprised I had a- I didn't see Akiva. I saw Jorma as Pee Wee Herman, which yeah. made me laugh Akiva. way more than it should have. Akiva was at He's the like, same... Ah! I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> he was at the same party. I think he played... Was he Alice Cooper? Because there was Alice Cooper. There Alice was Cooper, He played Gallagher. Frank Zappa, Gallagher. Frank Zappa, I think yeah. he played Gallagher. No, it wasn't Gallagher. Okay, it was somebody. I know who Gallagher was. There was what was the the supermodel Grace, whatever her Grace name Jones. Was. Grace Jones. That, that would have been I mean, hilarious. Dude, if it was, it was this, the party scene alone <laughs> made me laugh so much because it was like they took everybody that was who who of a gimmick of yeah, like anyone in the like the, like from 1982 <laughs> to 1985 was at this party uh, for uh, Doctor Demento, and <laughs> which it was, was played a, by everybody. And was a regular <laughs> shitty pool party, like yes. you know what you'd have for like, like Anchorman. Yeah, it was like, like uh, the pool party out of Anchorman. And he was like, you know, security, and like it was like, was there security at this pool party? <laughs> like, it's so stupid, but, uh, dude. The, the fucking dialogue at the pool between the, like all the bassist from uh, Queen. They're like, oh, oh, okay. he's like, I'm so and so. They're like, who? He's like, I'm the bassist from Queen. Like, they like, don't oh, know. Okay, they'll know like Brian May or they'll know uh, whatever. <laughs> And he's like, hey, we would like you to come play Farm Aid. He goes, hard pass. I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this movie this movie is uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, but actually about a person that exists, yes. but in no way represents his life in any way. Which is, which is super duper Super meta. It's so because funny. the movie is a parody of a guy who does parodies. parodies yes. Yeah, and then inside the movie, there's even more parody, like with the fucking pool party. But it's, I it's love, done so well, though. I, I, I love so when he's good. like, "When you come to work at the factory, I don't even know what you make at that factory. You'll know when you come and work at it." <laughs> and he still doesn't know such... what they do at the factory. <laughs> and then they show him in the factory. <laughs> Which is a button that sets everyone on fire. was like, ah! <laughs> I was laughing so hard at this movie. Akiva was Alice Cooper. It was going to Okay, it was me. Alice Cooper. Because yeah. he was all painted up, yeah. so it was hard to tell, and he wasn't wearing glasses. Just so sitting was... there all angry. Oh, uh, so funny. But I couldn't believe Sandberg wasn't in it, because they're usually all That's ride, true. ride or die. But, but like, it, like people like all over. I mean, like Josh Groban, the, like the singer, was the waiter at the restaurant. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien was uh, Andy, Warhol. Andy Warhol. He's like, yeah, give him 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking dummy. Oh, man. I, I didn't know what to expect when I went into this film because I, I actually thought it was going to be kind of like a 
like his life story. And yeah, then, I did too. And then when it started going off the fucking rails, I <laughs> like was like immediately off the rails. Yeah, like, I was hey, like, you I'm man like, of the house, he's is, an accordion. I'm like, this is fucking brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah. dad starts beating the accordion salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, laughing so hard. Just I also, do a bloody pulp, man. I also like that the timeline doesn't match up with anything. Like no, he had Amish Paradise coming out like 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Julio sitting in the audience. I love later when he visits his parents after his like drug addiction and all this stuff, and like his mom got like super chubby and fat. <laughs> And then they're like doing they, the dialogue is almost literally lyrics from songs in certain cases, yeah. and then, then they're like he's they're trying to like kind of get him to write the next big thing, which was fat, right? And then he you know talks about something else, and the mom goes really really like <laughs> the obvious joke is right here. Like they're so fourth wall breaking in a way without actually looking right at the camera, going eh? well when he's when he's sitting there and he's he's in the studio. And Clear Weird throat. Weird Al is like at the at the table, and he's talking shit. And then one guy's like, "You're fucking ugly. You're this and that." And he's just kind of like, "Oh, come on, hold it. You know, let's let's calm down here a little bit." I liked um, when he, he writes "Eat It," and it's like it's an original song. No yeah. one else had like Michael Jackson look, stole look, it from him. Look, Michael Jackson uh, is going <laughs> to release "Beat It," which is exactly like your song, but the words are different. Wait, so he's parodying me? <laughs> He's like, I just now I'm going to be a forever like, you know, uh, associated with this Michael Jackson guy. You know, the little kid from Jackson Five. Like, it's so fucking funny, as if he was like the best. And it, I'm gonna, I can ruin everything in this movie, and it's still so something you funny. need to watch because oh at some goodness. point, him and Madonna are dating. They Which go down. Is true. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have to look it up. up. I don't even know what to think anymore. I, after I, I, this movie. I can't tell. At some point, they go down to like, like. The drug cartels from Pablo Escobar <laughs> kidnap Madonna, so he has to go down and rescue her, because Pablo Escobar loves Weird Al, and all he wanted to do is 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 play a show like we one song, and he's like, like I'm not uh, doing parodies anymore. What's it called? Uh, unbearable weight. Right, and then he kills Pablo Escobar, and then Madonna so. takes over his cartel, and then he leaves Madonna, and then she eventually assassinates him, and I'm just like. This is a fucked up movie. <laughs> like none of it makes sense. It's so great. I loved. Uh, so one of the the kid, I think he was a uh, the bass player or the guitar player in uh, when he was in Roommates with his friends right, and right, it became right. his band. Is was the little kid from Gladiator. Gla- oh, was it? Yeah, he had like the long blonde hair. Yeah, that whole scene is fucking crazy. Hilarious. Too, where he's in a biker bar Whoa. and he's playing the accordion. And then all of a sudden, his buddies are just like, "Oh, we need to go out there and help them." And oh, they just go out with the full, song. the full-on fucking band. And he's like, "I didn't know you guys knew how to play instruments." We didn't like, feel we didn't it was relevant, it was relevant at the time. to this point, you know. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or when they were sitting in the house, and he's like, "Yeah, make it's time for make lunch. All right, I'll make sandwiches. Is this your bologna? Yeah, just hand me my bologna." <laughs> and then he's like. Ma, 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 ma. And then he's like, "Wait, what's going Did you on s- in there?" And I- they, they, they're, it's like a flash of brilliance happening. They're like, "You've got to record this." I guess there's a, like a lot of little things like that. Like they, he had Captain Crunch and Raisin Bran on the like sitting next to each other, which is a line from a song. Which, right. I don't yeah. want no Captain Crunch. I want no Raisin Bran. Yeah, the whole movie is just nothing but references to everything he's ever done, and it's so funny because at the end they're doing these end credits and. They're showing pictures of him growing up. So, you know, yeah. you see little young Al Yankovic, and then you see his, you know, him, his parents. And then at some point, the pictures are just photoshops of <laughs> the situations that he's talking about in this clearly <laughs> fictional movie. 
<laughs> and I'm just laughing even further. And then apparently, and I was told this last night, I don't know why I didn't know, Weird Al did a song for the end credits. Yeah, you didn't but hear be- it? I w- didn't finish it, no. He's like, this This movie is <laughs> technically up for Oscar, uh, Oscar contention. <laughs> well, and the funny thing, he does it, and then it's like the, the credits are nine minutes long, but he only made like three minutes worth of material, so then he starts... Like redoing things, and yeah, he's he, going he for talk, nine minutes. He just talks. It's, it's <laughs> so, fucking funny. It's fucking the, the song that he does at the end of the movie is so funny. He's he sings about his life, kind of like what happens in the movie, and then he's just like talking about like this movie's up for Oscar contention. Wasn't this person good in the movie? Like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's kind of funny because I I wanted to see. I thought maybe there was an after credit scene. Yeah. So I I was I watched the whole thing, but um. It's so funny. It, it it really was. And what I like is like if you look up his real life, like none of this like he never <laughs> he's never once touched a drug. Always been very like, No, because at one uh, point he's a drug not even a drug addict. He's just an alcoholic. Yeah. He's drinking like a giant bottle of booze on stage. Yeah. And it gets in a horrific car accident. Well, this is this is the ultimate blank like Motley Crew. This is right. the ultimate blank check. Like oh, it, so like funny, we're gonna funny. hand you a blank check. You're gonna create a movie about yourself. Do it any way you want, and everybody's but gonna want to be in it. None, none of it's true. None of it's true. You're like, this is exactly how I want. This is my your parody life. autobiography. But literally, the only thing that's true is he met Doctor Demento because he kept <laughs> he was sending his his tapes into him, mm-hmm. and he would play him on like Saturday mornings and something. But like, that's how he got famous, and that's it. And then his parents died. Unfortunately. Well, and the crazy thing is, that, like, I used to like, listen to Doctor Demento because it was on the radio. So right. to see a lot of this we stuff that I grew, old. that I grew up in. Was kind of fun. A lot of people watch. Doctor Who. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, Doctor Who. I don't think Scott watched that. Um, He did, but in the (laughs) fifties. He's like, my favorite is that first guy, the black and white white ones. Uh, Yeah, when they were chiseling them on stones and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Flintstones. What's it like to be like that, as old as you are, and seen like? I laugh. You're I mean, like you're maybe like what a year older than me. Yeah. <laughs> if I could go back to where like you know I just so take a dinosaur to work. Yeah. I mean that's the good old days. No, I'm just it's saying. A living. Do you fossil <laughs> fuels? Do you remember like putting your legs to the car to start it? And, yeah. Like, yep. You know. But yeah, I uh, I really love this movie. Like it's 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 perfect for him. Yeah. Like, this is definitely him. If they played the straight and gave me a straight bio, you know, a biopic of just his life, start to finish, I don't think it would be that interesting. It would I think have he would be not as fun. well. Like I said, the only thing interesting is his parents did die from like carbon monoxide poisoning or something like that. Wow, thanks for bringing me down. Sorry, but like, um, <laughs> but like he's like married, he has kids, they go to church, he like camps in his backyard, oh, he, yeah. he causes no controversy. No, he's whatsoever. like the, genuinely probably the nicest guy in the history of people. Me and uh, Kim's, Kim took me for my birthday to see him live. When he was in Chandler? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. He was playing at the... Um, in Phoenix, like uh, I can't remember where we went and saw Ben Shapiro. I don't remember the name of that theater. Oh, uh, like Comerica. Yeah, Comerica, and it was Church changed now. Incredible. And I had seen him a bunch of years ago at the fair, and I thought he was really fun. He so. was just out, I think, either last year or he was supposed to be out this year. But yeah, I've I, I want to go see him. Yeah, it was. Uh, we should do that. We should next time he's out. I'll I'll, I'll definitely I want to go. So. And then I think you and I went and saw a movie, but did you watch anything else? I still um, haven't watched Significant Other. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just, I'm getting to it, I swear to God. I'll let it go. If this week, no matter what, no matter what. I watched the first episode of Blockbuster. 
Uh, I'm sorry. That show sucks. That show is <laughs> that show unwashable is boring. Trash. It is trying to be funny, but not doing it. Which sucks because uh, it wastes its cast. It's such a good cast, and it is it is a huge waste. Fucking Amy from Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love her. And the and dude from Fresh Off the Boat or whatever you want, Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> internet Thank you, joke. internet joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she's great because... You know, I liked her from Brooklyn Nine Nine. The problem is, I feel like she's playing the same character. You know, she's like the straight laced, you know, right. you know, doesn't take the jokes kind of type. Well, I can't believe they're going down this road in 2022 with a fucking sitcom. Oh, they're both divorced. Oh, they both like each other, but, but they, they gotta be dance together. around it. And she's, you know, whatever. And it's fucking blockbuster. And then I get it because it's supposed to represent the last blockbuster on Earth. Which fuck you, that that blockbuster in this show is nowhere near no. Bend, Oregon. But uh. I don't like them doing modern day movie jokes. What they should have done. Well, because they're it doing it as day. if this is like yeah. just now going under in like 2022. Right. So they're yeah they're talking about all the new stuff. They're got their phones out, and I'm sitting there, sitting like thinking, going, "You're just what you're doing is that you you killed something, and right. now you're desecrating its corpse right in front of an audience because <laughs> you own the rights to it. Yeah. Because Netflix pretty much put Blockbuster out of business with their streaming service and their disc service. And to make this show is just like the ultimate like middle finger to the entire thing. And it's like, it's kind of fucked up. Quick sidebar. I worked for Netflix for a period of about three months. And let me tell you, closest thing to slave labor I have ever done in my life. You worked at Amazon? (laughs) Oh, well, uh, but I, I... People seem to like Amazon. I don't know. I, I, but I'm telling you 100% like the close you would, you would file in at 3 a.m. into a windowless white room. Gray jumpsuits. Oh, like an old machine. You, you would sit at a desk and you would get all the discs in these, uh, these giant cardboard sleeves. And your job was to take the disc, inspect it and put it back. And that was it. That was your entire job. And if you slowed down, they would come over. Hey, you're hey, fired. You good? No, you're <laughs> fired. And you would be gone. We were losing three or four people a day. Damn. And if you were really good, you got moved up to the special white room. And, like, you you would just you were just good. But then people would get fired from there, too. I, I'm not kidding you when I say, like, Netflix is a, is a demon hole. It is. I would not work for them ever again i think it was it was incredibly weird do you, i got it do through. they still do the where they yes, send the discs they to the house still do discs. Yeah. i don't know anybody that ever does it but yeah. i know it exists yeah, still but um, i just I, I doubt that that place exists anymore it was through a temp agency and when they when they called me back they were like do you want to come back i was like i was like yeah i'm working for netflix and then i found out very very fast like then if you made a mistake they posted on the wall there was a wall they would <laughs> it's the wall of shame so, i'm dead serious it's like that and, when he steals something from a gas station and uh, like, do not sell to this guy yeah it He's was banned. it was fucking crazy i just i just wanted to tell that story See, i worked at blockbuster so like, i worked at blockbuster you know, too so fuck you guys so, but uh, yeah, I agree, man. They should have done it in like the '90s when all the fun stuff was coming out, and they could have been more fun if you would have placed it back then. Yeah, or done and done. You could have done a Friends type of stupid like "Will they? Won't they?" and still been like, and then made references to that, and then you know do ten seasons and be like, "Hey, did you guys hear about this Netflix thing? That's the last episode." And it's yeah, oh God, that would be funny. Yeah, I know. I, I, I only have us did, write the show. Yeah, I know. I, I did the first. I watched the first episode. 
I don't have any care to continue. I've made it through like four I've episodes. heard I yeah, and somebody else told me they did about four or five episodes and it doesn't get any funnier. No, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't. it is just boring. I just left it on at one point which is just, just let it, it run. run and just seeing how worse it could get and it it pretty just much gets worse. Yeah, it just gets Which is weird because it's one of the writers or the creators of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like really? it's one of the people that did a lot of the He must his brain must have fallen out of his fucking head or he no, has the COVID brain. Oh her brain must have <laughs> Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh, well, they're unfunny. Hot take. Um, <laughs> no, I need we... to catch up on Andor. And what else did I watch? I do need to watch. I've only watched the first three episodes. Uh, Cabinet of Curiosities is really good. Yeah, I've heard. I've um, heard that and some it's, it, that's one of those ones better than the other. Yeah, and you can skip around because it's they're not interconnected. So there's like little anthology things. Watch those. Um, and then uh, our movie that we watched. Yes. Well, our movie and we watched uh, Wakanda Forever. Yes. Um, which is the runtime. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told. That's what I told everyone uh, yesterday when they asked <laughs> me if I saw it. I said it's called Wakanda Forever because the movie's literally for, it takes it's forever to get shorter, through. shorter than Endgame, but longer in your brain. It's like, oh my god. Um, yeah, so we saw Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and I want to start by saying, well, Aaron, you're just a fat racist uh, because. <laughs> Um, here's the thing. I Goodbye, everybody. That's the show. <laughs> I love. Last show we're doing. I love the first Black Panther. I think Killmonger is one of the best villains of our time. Like I, because he's so relatable, and at the same time, like he's such a badass. And yeah, I get that he has to die, which sucks. But didn't have to. Um. Yeah, I guess he didn't have to die. Nope. They could have just put him in jail or something. Just put him in jail, man. Uh, but uh. In jail. So just in case anyone's like, well, you're biased. No, because I really love the first movie a lot. I thought the ending with the fucking CGI rhinos and stuff was real garbage. Uh, but other than that, like the, the fight scene on the train and stuff was cool. Um, this movie, and Jordan probably has a different take than I do, I thought was the most boring, contrived pile of garbage on the planet. And because we'll never know what we could have gotten if Chadwick had stayed alive. Because all this is is a three-hour cry fest over Chadwick Boseman. It's true. And 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 all I want and don't get me wrong, Namor is cool, and it's cool how they introduce him and introducing all the Mayan stuff and making him, you know, Mexican or Mayan. Sorry, please don't come at me. Mesoamerican. <laughs> yeah, Mesoamerican was the way to go. It's was perfect. The, it was perfect. Because now you don't have that connotation with Atlantis and Aquaman and fish fucking and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, you, you, you've you completely cut off the comparisons to DC almost immediately. Yeah. And, and it's done in such an amazing way. And they introduce it like it's its own culture. It's kind of like a Wakanda. You're just now hearing about it because these people don't want anything to do with us. or They don't people. want the surface world. Yeah. Anything to do with them. And all of that is a 10 out of 10. But the rest of this fucking movie is the most straightforward, boring shit I have ever seen in my life. At one point, me and Jordan were, we're doing, doing lines we're doing lines from the movie. Happened. Oh, I, thought, I was like, wow, you were doing lines in the movie? Fuck, it would have woke <laughs> railing, me up. Railing coke would've off the fucking me up. He's like, here, take a bump off of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, probably yeah. would have made the experience a little. Like better. literally, there's one point where they go, "Don't touch anything in a warehouse," and I looked at Jordan and I said, "Oh, I guarantee in the next five minutes we're gonna hear." I told you not to touch uh -huh. anything, and sure enough, sure enough, <laughs> sure, sure enough, yeah. Enough. One of the main characters touches a, a board with some <laughs> schematic. She goes, "I 
So I said not to touch anything. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking. I was like, who is this written for? <clears throat> like, you did such a good job. And I like Ryan Coogler. Like, I think he is a good, good director. A good, a good director. Exactly. Creed. Hey, Greg. Creed is fucking awesome. He yeah. directed that, right? Yes, he did. I can't remember. He did Creed <laughs> um, and he did uh, Black Panther. Black Panther and. Uh, Fruitville Station, which is a really good movie, but I like Michael. Like, he does like Michael B. Jordan. I, I was just gonna say I like Michael B. Jordan, so I'll watch him and literally do anything. But um, yeah, I just I don't know what they were trying to do. Shuri is the most uninteresting character I, on the fucking oh, planet, so bored and this her. was all about her and her feelings. And oh, my brother's dead, and I'm sad, and blah blah blah. Angela Bassett kicks the door open, and is like, "Hey, look at me, I'm fucking badass." But you don't get much of her in the film, and then um, and then. <laughs> Don't get me started on fucking Ironheart because I swear to God, <laughs> she not was, only was she pointless, most under underdeveloped character in the fucking universe. Like, well, uh, here's the thing: go, you could you could have taken almost forty five minutes out of this movie, yes, because there is a side plot involving um, like I don't know, Shield at this point. I don't know if it's <laughs> Shield or not, but there was a whole little side plot that you could have taken completely out. Riri Williams, Ironheart completely pointless. You don't need her in this movie. You could have done it any other way without her help. She puts on a suit and all of a sudden she knows battle tactics. This is a MIT student doing homework for people. Don't get... Don't make me think that she's going to go into battle with all these Wakandans and, you know, <laughs> fucking, you know, Mexican-Americans. I don't know. Um, Mayans. Mesoamericans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're correcting me. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um... Namor, okay, so this movie for me was like a 4 out of 10, whereas <laughs> Namor is a 10 out of 10. Right. Like him as, as a character, as the way he did it, even like there were just a brief moment where he's doing something kind of funny that was kind of funny. Everything he did was fantastic. Yeah. I would love to see a standalone movie of him or a show just of kicking him ass. just kicking ass. And at one point during the at the end toward the end of the movie, he's fighting the Black Panther, guess what? It's Shuri. We all knew. Who cares? Um, he's fighting her, and I, I told Aaron, I was like, if she fucking wins this fight, I'm going to be pissed. Because no, there is, if, if he dies, I'm going to be pissed. He does Because this guy should be the next big thing. He should he, be. Not, not even the main bad guy, because Namor, you know, historically, comic book-wise, he's always an asshole. Yeah. And I've gotten into a couple. I've I've took a, took a page out of Aaron's book, and I've been fighting people online about this yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> people are saying, "Well, like, did they have to make Namor such an asshole?" It's like, yes, he's an asshole. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You don't know the character. They changed some stuff, but he still has to be an asshole. Right. He still has to hate the surface That's world. Like, you can relate him. to him, but you could also know he's a complete dick. Um, people were saying, well, you're white. You shouldn't have an opinion about this movie. Fuck you. Someone told you that? Yes. Oh, my And I God. said, I can have an opinion when they write a better movie. <laughs> or when they write a movie that doesn't immediately uh, insult the patriarchy, white people, basic storytelling, dialogue, <laughs> uh, grief. Uh, why does Angela Bassett look like the blind lady from Deadpool? But she looks uh, cool, though. She's great. Put she's, glasses on her. She's, she's informing Deadpool how to fucking do shit. Yeah. She looks exactly the same. None of this movie, the plot threads that they start and don't do anything with is stupid. At the end of the movie, M'Baku jumps down during the... M'Baku. He's fantastic, he's by awesome. the way, too. 10 out of 10 for Winston him. Winston Duke. He's great. But at the end, he jumps out of the little thing. He's like, you know, the Black Panther won't be here today. 
I challenge the throne. Who the fuck are you challenging? I think he's challenging to be the like king of what? Because the Black Panther's not the king or the queen of Wakanda. Protector, but yeah, but I don't think he's challenging the Black Panther. I think he's like wanting to be king of Wakanda. Yes, yes. So but I, who is he challenging? Great question. It has to be Shuri. I maybe because I mean in, in the line of succession, she's technically in charge. Yes, uh, you're right. I but she's know. off fucking sitting on a beach. Learning about T'Challa 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> there is a, yeah. T'Challa has a kid named By T'Challa. By the way, <laughs> T'Challa 2. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of. Whatever. Kind of lazy. No, it is the <laughs> laziest. It's pandering. I saw, and I love Kevin Smith, and I, I oh, it, it pains me to say this. He posted a, I just cried at this fucking movie picture again, and I held so back because I wanted to say, at what? The runtime. At what? Were, are you high? Yes. yes. But. Like he's like that. The mid credit scene is worth the price of admission. No, no it wasn't. Isn't. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Make another movie. Damn, Shut thought, up. See, I thought we were totally opposite. I thought no. you liked it a lot more than I did. I like parts of this movie. I think as a whole, this movie is. I was just gonna way say. too long. Really, really boring. It's so boring. And it, if unfortunately, it fits in with Phase Four. Phase Four was literally grief, grief season. So like it started with Wanda, WandaVision. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I'm sad, my boyfriend's dead. And then it keeps going on. Like, Loki's sad because his family's dead. Everyone's sad because of this. We're sad the Eternals exist. Right. And then, like, it just keeps going. We and then sad. They, I think we're all sad the Eternals. That's they, what I'm saying. They, yeah. end, yeah, they, they end phase four with this two-hour and 45-minute grief fest where the beginning is okay, the end is okay, but the two hours and 30 minutes in between <laughs> is the most boring... Bro, I, I was if Scott so would have went with us, alone. he would have he been asleep. I hard to stay awake, dude. <laughs> but not even that. It was such a like, a, okay, this has to happen in order to get us to um, you know, the second part of this film. And then this has to happen in order to get us to the third part of this film. With just a bunch of exposition in between that was so pointless. Like <laughs> At one point, there's 15 minutes left in the movie, and I look at Aaron, and I go, you know, there's like another hour, right? And he had to look at his phone. He's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I was so bad. Because it felt it like it would have been. It was I, already 4 o'clock, and I'm like, we, we, we went to a 1.30 movie, and it was 4 o'clock, and I was like, when? <laughs> what is this ending? I was just like, in. <laughs> See, but, this is this is always hey, fascinating. Peter Jackson would have been upset about the fact that they didn't cut shit from this movie. Yeah, I, I see like I, I see people's reviews online, and like one of them is in, and you know whether he listens, or not, I I don't know. Is Amir's Amir's review? I had a conversation. He gave it like a four star review. So I had a conversation with them about it, and I told them how exactly how I felt, and I I feel like I have to preface everything with I like the first one a lot. Now, as much that's, as that's I, like saying I have a black friend. Yeah, yeah. I know he does. <laughs> um, it's a mirror. Yeah. Uh, so here's a th here's the thing. Um, as sh shitty as this film is, it's still the second oh, best it's film. Still really good. in Phase Four. So it's No Way Home in this, and those are the bookends, and that's it. Wow. And, so that is what I told him. I said, even though this movie sucks, uh, it's still better than most of the garbage they put out that during phase four like shang chi whatever like if you, was okay. you can make a, an argument that shang chi is very good but uh, that was fine yeah but uh was... my but my thing and he he was telling me like all these other people had like a huge chance to shine and like the chick who had the kid i, I don't know her name nakia yeah but i her... think she was in the very minimal scene she was in she was good she was yeah she was fine but she there was nothing spectacular about her no, there, they, if they, they relegated her to the back i was just gonna say if they cut her out of the film it wouldn't have mattered um i think and the other thing that i had a huge problem with is uh is shuri and even though i don't like shuri they don't 
okay, so at the she end of the wooden. we already told you that she's Black Panther. So what she does, you she makes that from the trailer. Yeah, she makes a synthetic uh, heart of darkness or whatever. Heart shaped herb. Heart shaped herb, and she goes to the astral plane and she sees Killmonger, which was a, a great scene. If you gave a fuck about this character or anything that she was going through, because she's sad about her brother throughout the whole movie, but she's so un likable in my opinion I was that you just don't care because you're like oh cool that's Killmonger and she's like I want revenge I didn't I care want... for her in all the other movies she was in I didn't like, mind when her. she was in like right. you know the Infinity Wars and you know the End Games and all that stuff I was just kind of like man. see here's the thing I, I didn't mind her in Black Panther I didn't mind her in all the other movies because they have very minimal screen time right this is 240 minutes this movie, of man. this her being the lead and she is not a lead She's yeah. just not. She does not have the gravitas of Chadwick Boseman. No, no one's going to have that. And he was so good. It, it, and that's the problem. Is that and funny? You, you you did something to replace a man that nailed it. No one nailed a character. Maybe since Downey Jr. nailing a Tony Stark, did you nail this? Even you know when you're looking at Hemsworth playing Thor, he didn't start off nailing it. They had to mold him to a point where you believed him as Thor. Tony Stark. And, and Black Panther, two of the most iconic castings, and you did it. You yeah. nailed it. And she just does not hold this movie. No, not at all. And it's like every time she's on screen, I'm annoyed that she's whining about something. And you can say, well, you're misogynistic. No, it has nothing to do with her being, again, make Nakia yes! the fucking Black Panther. That's what they should have done. You, you, you do her as Queen of Wakanda and yeah. Nakia as the protector. You separate the characters like you should. Yep. And that's it. Yeah, I and, thought so. I know everyone was like, because Duke trailer, is too big. I, I don't think yeah. I don't think Winston Duke should he have does been become like, man gorilla or something like that in the comics. I can't remember. What yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. I, I think I, a lot of this is just pandering to what the what they think. Well, no, the because, fans want. So I held a sliver of hope, and I found out in the first hour I was wrong, but that it was <laughs> going to be like a, a Nakia or somebody that was going to be... Even a Koye. The, like, yeah, you know, she uh, got... Uh, left. Right, I would have You're fired from this, that, and then you become the Black Panther. Which I would have accepted as well, but yeah, so I fucking... Um, I was I was holding out hope, but you could tell from the like almost the first scene where she's trying to like put together DNA, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, she's going to be the Black Immediately. Panther. So... Yeah, I I completely agree with all that. I I'm when I eventually laid it, rated on Letterbox later today, it will be a two. Uh, I th maybe if somebody else watches this can find better, you know, better have more enjoyment out of it than we did. Like I said, Amir did, and so did Crystal and Toby. Those are my friends, but um, and I'm glad they liked it. Like I am. I, I don't want anyone to go in and be like, "Well, you said it sucks," and it's just like, "No, that's just my opinion." My I feel boss. Like it'll be very polarizing. My boss went last night, and he and he asked if I went, and he said, "Did you go see this?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "What did you think?" I said, "Ah, watch it, and then let me know what you think, and then I'll kind of tell you what I thought." And two hours in, he texts me and he goes, "Bro, when does anything happen?" And I no. was like, "I was like, okay, so this isn't just me." Spoiler: Like, it takes two hours and fifteen and minutes for the Black Panther to show up in this. Movie. I would say. Don't do yourself a disservice and say you love this because it's represents you. Demand better. Like demand better because I'm almost positive Kugler was tied to the studio and Feig wanted a big massive this is eulogy for fucking uh 
Chad for Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, and I, I get it, man. I totally get it. He died suddenly and tragic, and no one saw it coming, and they wanted to honor him. But doing it, and I'm, I guarantee Feig was like, all right, man, we got to do this. We got to put all this crap in here. Let's just make this the most rudimentary fucking plot on the planet and just kind of give back to the people. And and I can see the people like, yeah, but it was such a good tribute. Yeah, cool. It's a good tr- tribute to Chadwick Boseman. 15, 20 minutes should have been the first yeah. tribute, not two hours and 40 yeah. minutes. And you're right. It is Age of Ultron. It is. It is. It's, what it is is uh, they're trying to set up a bigger universe past this. Right. You, now you've introduced uh, Tekakwala. I don't know what the fucking yeah. city name is. I keep forgetting. Um, you've set him up as the leader of a, a, a country. You've set Wakanda up as a scapegoat for a lot of bullshit that's happening. So now you're going to have secret wars. You're going to have all this stuff where Wakanda is going to be now back to being isolationist, but now they have an ally technically. Right. You know, so Namor is going to be a little bit bigger and you're going to have all these things and that's great, but don't shoehorn it into this movie. Yeah. That that just felt weird. So what I imagine happened is Namor and all that stuff was originally set up to be in the second film yes. and then they had to change everything because he died. Yeah, they and- re- they from what I read, they was very Black Panther dealing with the fallout of Endgame. You yeah. Know, being gone, being this. Because and they kind of briefly touch it. And like, you guys disappeared for six years. You know, yeah. you were gone. We had to move on. We had to live. And then you came back. And then we lost him again. And right. So they're dealing with that. And they're dealing with the grief. But he dies. And they're like, we got to rewrite this and fucking entire thing. <laughs> yeah, like, so it has got to change almost completely. So Namor we'll stays know. the same. Everything else has to change. Right. We uh, so we'll never know what we could have gotten, and I bet it would have been a good movie. I bet it would have been a good movie without all the contrivance. Could you imagine him and Namor just fucking chewing up scenery? That would have been oh. cool. Oh well, he was because Namor's so good. He really is. Yeah, even how cheesy with the winged feet flying around doing the shit like. Oh, that still that looked terrible. I didn't hate it. Oh okay. And I mean, they the still CGI have CGI really problems. Bad, yeah. They really do. Um, there was a scene where he's wearing the big headdress and he's kind of floating down into the, the mouth of the Megalodon and he's trying to say, like, we're going to go fuck up Wakanda. That reminded me of a, a fucking Aquaman. Yeah, it, but <laughs> see, that looked very CG. Like It's a, it's a Megalodon. It's a Megalodon. Nate, Jason Statham's over there. <laughs> megalodon! Um, for me, we're going to do out of five like we always do. I think it's around the two, two and a half. Cool. It's kind of just middle ground. It's still better than anything DC has done. I liked... Namor more than Aquaman, I really do. Yeah, well, just uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, Momoa's fine, but hey, that's not Aquaman. Man, that, that's this, a shitty this movie. This is fucking Namor. Um, and the way they made his name Namor, like the way they explained it, is great. Yes. The problem is this movie's you know all white people suck, and then now it's like everything. It's, it's uh, <laughs> we're all so, called colonizers. So fucking preachy. <laughs> um, like Namor got his name because you know the Spanish were colonizing Mexico, and it's just like we get it. I know, like, we don't want to forget our history, but also fucking stop beating me over the head with it. I want to enjoy it, too. You can't make it just for this subset of people, because you're not going to make it. Republicans by Reeboks. Right, Michael Jordan? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. So that was our diatribe on Black Panther. Three white guys talking about a movie (laughs) made for black people. Um, If you disagree with us, please feel free to tell us to fuck off at watchitlaterpodcast at gmail.com. That's watchitlaterpodcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get into my movie for the week, which would be 
Oh, man. I did not Blue pull Blue Ruin. Yes, but I wanted to pull up the year and everything. 23. I just I, I find it funny 16. how he always acts surprised that he's never prepared. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is going to be 2013, 13. directed by Jeremy Solonier. Who would know? Blue Ruin. Apologize for the mystery. I don't mean to scare you. You're not in any trouble. I just thought you should be somewhere safe when you found out. With somebody. He's going to be released. I don't know how much you pay or missed. Yeah, so I picked this based on its humongously gigantic popularity among the people. Sure. Um, yep, yep. That's what, I didn't that's recognize it. one person. I recognized <laughs> one person. Who was it? The sniper. The dude he got the gun from, best friend from high school. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the like, chubbier dude. What was he in? Because Fuck I, if I know. I know I, the I dude's the same face, thing. I was but like, I, I don't I was I like, don't he looks familiar, what. but everybody else was like. Oh, yeah, it was a movie of unknowns. They went into Walmart, and they were like, hey, you want to be in a movie? <laughs> So All this, right. this movie was uh, a suspense thriller, um, revenge matic film. Uh, it's, I mean, I I get it if you guys weren't impressed as I was, but I thought it was slow. <laughs> I haven't said a thing to him about that. <laughs> well, I mean, heaven forbid you're on a podcast, you don't talk about a movie. Foreshadowing. Um, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm saving it for the podcast. I'm just saying, like. He's just already assuming that we hated every second of it. Right. Because I don't think this is for regular people. I When I watched it, I was like, Ugh, there's not a lot of dialogue. I already know how this is going to go. But I thought the, the beginning of this was very, like, you know, he has to get enough bottles in order to, you know, get enough gas for this crappy car so, that he has. Okay, so set um, this up. He, Who is this guy? What is his, what is his situation? So his situation is his parents were killed, and now he's a homeless man living Delaware. A, is it Delaware? Yeah. He kind of talks about... Like 10 years ago, his parents were killed. His ten, yeah. parents were killed by some guy who's been put in jail. Double murder, whatever. Um, you don't really find out why until a little bit later. So then the guy's living out of a car in like like the beaches of Delaware. Like Apparently, it's like an area where the family used to vacation. So he lives out there. He's homeless. He's, you know, you know he's 
breaking into people's houses to take baths. He's you know swimming in the ocean. He's pulling he, food out of the dumpsters. Full he's, full on you know, bearded did, yeah. you know fucking he's, Unabomber homeless. He's pretty much given up on life. Oh yeah, he's who done. Who knows what you could have done? But whatever happened to him, uh, those parents killing or death uh, was tragic. And oh, I fucked they. Up. It literally put him in down a downward spiral. Doesn't talk to anybody. He has no social skills whatsoever. No. So, um, yeah, and uh, you pretty much learn that this guy is just—he's just a drifter, like the in every sense of the word. Oh, and I finally understood what inept mean when we're watching this film. Okay, so I yeah. just wanted after to, watching it, yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I was like... The second he was trying to beat open a, 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 a pistol lock with a fucking rock, I just was like, this fucking monkey. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, he... <laughs> Too much. He, it's loaded. He, they arrest him. Um, not arrest him, but no, they, a, a they pro- find him sleeping in his car, which pretty much you can decipher that he's had many run-ins with the law as mm-hmm. a drifter. Uh, they bring him in. They explain to him that the person that killed his family is getting out of jail, and this pushes him on a mission to go deal back yeah back to where it all started um and uh it gets out of hand pretty fast because he almost immediately yeah (laughs) well i I say immediately it takes 20 minutes of just silence throughout most of the movie it's a lot of establishing shots it's a lot of him doing his thing there's a very brief moment where the cop is explaining okay he's being let out i just wanted you to be around someone when you found out the news so obviously there's some history like you said i think it's because the family vacation that maybe that cop knew him so that's why they don't really tell him you know get the fuck out of here you almost jerk <laughs> um and then it's just nothing but silence until about minute like 20 something so right. it's just his journey from the street, the beaches of Delaware to, I don't even Del- know where this was. Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> it's a fictional town in uh, <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> but, and then they get to the, the part where, you know, he confronts the killer. And right. Then and he, he just fucking He immediately fucking kills him, stabs him in the head. With a, like a fish fillet knife. Right. And he, he takes off and they're like, oh shit, well, what's going to happen? Uh, we got to. You know, he, he realizes that they don't call the cops. Well, because this, well, this is the part where it becomes inept. Yes. He can't mm-hmm. get a gun to work because he, he breaks the gun because he's beating it with a rock. Couldn't get the lock off. Because so he steals it out of the... He uh, steals it out of the, the car. Yeah, but truck, that was the door is open before but, he kills the guy. No, I know. But then he kills the dude in the bathroom, gets out, leaves, stabs the tire with this <laughs> fillet knife that I'm sure would have bent, which, you know, probably did. It hurts his own hand. Goes back to his car, which is fucked up. He can't start the car, so he, he gets keys. in the limo of the that he stabbed the tire of. Gets in and starts driving away. So then he has to stop because there was someone in the limo, and he lets him out. And then he's like, "Well, Wayne didn't fucking kill your parents," and then lets the kid go. And you're like, "Oh, this is gonna come back in the end." And <laughs> then it turns out he <laughs> left his fucking car that was registered to his sister. Yes, and that's why he's inept because he didn't think. This is my car. They're going to track it. And that's why they never called because these fucking hillbillies took it, you know, in house is what they, they right. were saying. And yes. it, it's just, it snowballs. Like, it's just fucking insane. Yeah. And uh, from there, it kind of goes downhill. But it's a, to me, it is a slow, as Scott loves to call it, yeah. slow it. build, it, slow, slow, burn. Burn, slow burn revenge movie where everything is not necessarily well thought out, no. but it's, um, it's incredibly interesting, and he, oh my goodness, <laughs> demons in the other room. Uh, it's just he, 
Uh, the power of Christ it, compels it you. It just seems hit Mountain Dew on. <laughs> Splash him a fruit quake. It just uh, it just seems to. Um, it gets worse and worse, no matter what he. But and ultimately, he doesn't care about his own life, but he wants to make sure his sister, sister, and her kids are safe. Um, and like I said, it gets it gets worse and worse and worse until ultimately, it's you know it ends. But um, it's not a fun ending. No, it's 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 a very downer of a movie. Yeah, it reminded me of old movies where there were no, there is no happy, there ending. is no happy ending here. Like legit. But you, I feel like you know that about 30 minutes in, like, this movie is not going to end. The second he took an happy. arrow to the knee, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, it, is that the meme? From, yes, oh, that's okay. the other meme. Well, you you just know this that. guy is, like, they're building him up as just, like, this, I mean. Charles Bronson fucking. Not even, not even <laughs> but he's that. Not. No, it's not even that. Like, it's, like, you just, you see, you're, like, how is this guy going to get through all this? And that was, like, I guess my one big problem with the movie it was like believing that he was actually accomplishing all these feats by just stumbling through them it's very like unfortunately it's exactly like the description it's very inept in yeah, how he yes. even accomplishes half the things that he accomplishes yeah so everything kind of seems to be luck he gets the one guy in the trunk he even fucks that up and oh, almost God. dies shoot him from Fucking a idiot. foot and a half away and he misses him uh, by the way for a movie that nobody's ever heard of that fucking sniper shot that, that took that dude's scene. jaw off, oh, so I had to rewind. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, what was the budget on this? <laughs> it was amazing. Because, yeah, like, the stabbing scene. Better graphics than most big budget movies. Yes, the, the stabbing scene was insane because he, like, I think he stabbed him, like, in the neck first. And then he pulls it out and then stabs a dude in the temple. And it was, like, the guy's laying on the ground bleeding out, and you can see his eye twitching, and he's going, wow. I'm like, wow, that's fucking crazy looking. I think the most interesting... And then the sniper shot happened, and the dude's jaw's flying off his face. I'm like, fuck. I think the <laughs> most interesting thing about that movie is the relationship between the two characters, the main character and that guy, um, the friend, is because we all have that friend. I don't know if I have that friend. We all have a weird somebody. We I had know. to wait till he pointed at you so I could make it legal. Yeah, I think I'm like, have, I like that. I dude. think we have somebody that we know <laughs> that you would say like, okay, if shit went down, <laughs> this is who I would probably seek out. Right, and but that's he this doesn't guy. even know where he's at. He hasn't seen him in forever. <laughs> he he, you know, he runs into him and he's like. I need a gun. I need this. And there's like, he's like, all right, let's go. It reminded let's me. Roll. It reminded it, me of like Rolling, rolling Thunder. thunder. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why. Well, and that's exact. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. Like right when uh, the, he took the shot, and he's there, and he was like on his land. And he's like, okay, you put him in the trunk. We got to get rid of this. All oh, the coyotes eat the rest of the brains all over the ground. Yeah. Wipe that off. Let's do this. Like it did feel very like this was his Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, like right. he got just his buddy time to shine. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, all right. And, and then he's like, here, you'll need this. He's like, I watched you take that shot, you fucking idiot. I'm not going to give you this. I'm going to give you buckshot. I'm yeah. going to give you this. We're going to change out your, your gun. This, this one's only got five shots, but you're going to be able to hit something. Yeah, you might actually be able to actually use it. Like, I liked that guy. <laughs> like, I was kind of hoping he would go, okay, let's go do this. And now he's going to be your ride or die. Right. He was That's like, like if you haven't seen the movie, he's like, he's the ultimate prepper guy. Which you probably oh. have seen the movie because it's wildly popular. Mm. Uh, yeah, in 2013 with everybody. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's got that he, one guy in it. He's like the ultimate prepper guy. I mean, he's got all the firearms. You know, he lives oh, he's in, living on the he land. He lives on his acreage of land, you know, where he doesn't want the government to come in and, and do his shit. You know, I mean it's he's he's that typical typical. Go ahead. Go ahead, Scott, say it. He's a Democrat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn, damn, damn it. Democrats. I, I promise he's a Republican. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh I so Yes, this movie reminded me very much of like a Rolling Thunder or a um, 
you know, what is it, Death Wish just, or whatever. It's, 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 just, it's a very straightforward revenge flick. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing exceptional about the revenge plot. There is no real prep in the revenge. There's no elaborate, I'm going to put you in some sock contraption. Like, there, it's really, it's straightforward. It's like the Hatfields and McCoys. This family... Caught your husband fucking my wom, and then the dad killed you, my but wom. he died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just let it go. Talk. Say onion. Onion. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like so by the book, but it was it was interesting. Now, I have problems with some of the reviewers calling it Quentin Tarantino-esque. Yeah, that Because didn't... this has none of the dialogue, none of the gravitas, none of that, you know, that Tarantino flavor that I would say this would be compared to anything Quentin Tarantino So did. I never... And it's annoying that that was even a comparison. I was just going to say, I didn't even, when I started it, I was like, I'm not even going to go into it looking like that. And the more it got into it, the more I felt like it was like a Death Wish or a, or a Rolling Thunder or, or a revenge film from the 70s. And that's all it felt like to me the whole time I was watching it. Like, I was like, okay, this guy is clear, like, I know this dude's going to die at the end. Oh, sure. Um, and I was like, I know this is like, he has like no give a fuck except for his you know, sister, and he's just trying to protect them. He even says that in the in the message he leaves at the end. He's like, look, you, we can end this. Uh, we can end this. You can kill me. Just leave them alone. And the guy's like, oh, well, that's why we're going to Pittsburgh. Well, and he's like, look, look they're, I, they're, you know, by my count, two years are down, two yeah. are mine are down. We should be done with this. Let's, yeah. let's not do it. And then, yeah, you're right. Dude starts, well, that's why we're going to Pittsburgh. He's like, well, then fuck, I'm going to yeah, shoot you in I the gotta, neck. I gotta kill and you. then, you know, shot him, shot him. I think what they did was they tried to interject a lot of plot like really quickly toward the end of it where it's like, oh, the reason why the family hates you is that your mom was, you know, my dad was fucking your mom. And then all of a sudden the kid that was in the limo that ends up shooting him with the buckshot turns out to be his half brother because like the dad, you know, got the mom pregnant. So that was his like half brother. And that's why he lets him live. But But it's like, oh, plot twist. (laughs) And then... And that was it. I didn't really care about that. Uh, like, sh- I thought that was fine. Like, that was a fine. It's pretty anticlimactic yeah. plot twist because I, I think yeah. you, you kind of saw it coming. You saw something coming that was, you know, you're like, okay, this kid's going to turn out to either, so, you know, it was, you, when it happened, you were just kind of like, oh, okay. And by the way, how fucked up is that family that every person in that family knew the truth of that awful secret? Right. You know, the, the dad ends up killing the parents. But he has cancer, and they like, well, he can't die in prison, so I'll take the rap for you. How did the kid know that he wasn't the one that killed the parents? Why does everyone in that family know all that that plot? Like there would be that would be a secret. Maybe like two people fucking take to their graves <laughs> because it seems like, like they every, were like an that, organized crime plot syndicate thing where they kind of all kept it all in family. I just it just like felt that. like too many people had that knowledge to for no one to ever find out the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was a little weird. They didn't seem like the smartest people. They were idiots. (laughs) Although she had, like, a fucking, like, gat underneath the the, Uh, the, the recliner, which was funny. And I see, I liked stuff that was, like, him, you know, taking all the guns out of the house and, like, pissing on the grave and throwing them in the the ocean, or ocean, river. Right. The pond. The pond. And uh, (laughs) and then there was just that one submachine gun that was about Which is funny because it doesn't even hurt him. Like, the other chick runs at him like, ah! And then she's firing and shoots her in the back of the head, and yeah, then he kills her. She's spraying so. bullets and can't hit a single thing. Yeah, yeah. well, and he gets in trouble for shooting to the right of the dude in the trunk. But okay, whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I just uh, so yeah. Um, 
there's not a ton to talk about with this movie because there's not. It's not like it's very. It's an hour and thirty. It minutes. exists. Yes, but it's not egregious. Like, watch it. It's yeah, good, it's fun. I think you should watch it. And we spent it enough time talking I, about I, it. I think movies. it falls into, and this is kind of where I sit with it. It falls into a category of, it's not terrible. No, it's not fantastic, but it's good. Like it's 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 a good movie. Like it like, I'm gonna give I, it Jordan's I, favorite score. <laughs> I get what they I get what they're trying to do, and I applaud them for doing it on probably such a low budget because I'm sure I'm sure the budget's probably probably pretty pretty low on it. Maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's not terrible. Watch it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not. You know, I'm not going to go out there and somebody's going to be like, "Hey, give me a movie to watch that is super fantastic." And my first, my first blue room. Yeah, blue room. I would, I would, I would suggest this. To I would recommend this, but the thing is, is that this is so basic and Correct. doesn't have enough layers to ever make me rewatch it. Like if it's on TV, I'm not going to watch it again. There's just nothing there for me. I know everything. There's no underlying thing that it's going to change because now that I know the end that when I rewatch it I'm going to notice something different I'm not right. what I'm going to notice is that he should have never shaved that fucking beard off because he looked like a fucking weirdo he did right after he shaved I'm like you're I thought the beard stuff was cool like, I thought he looked this, great that scene where he's all bloody blooded up yeah and he's like I gotta exact some revenge because I have a six o'clock shift at Barnes and Noble right <laughs> he's gotta go file someone's taxes I mean it was it was weird um I, I'm around a three. Like it's it's a surprisingly enjoyable movie for the one time you'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'm probably about the same. I maybe three. You know, it's it's not not terrible. It's not super fantastic. I mean, the story is interesting enough to keep you engaged. Definitely better than most. Yeah, it's in it's just uh, like you said. It's just one of those films where I've seen it. I don't know if I would ever just put it on again to watch it. But I mean, hey, it was it was good enough. Um, would you put anything on again just to watch it? Uh, there's, there's repeatable movies. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's lots of movies. They're not great movies, but those movies are always. He watches the Hot Rod at least every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I love Hot Rod. I know. I mean, I, I again, the only movie that it, it, first thing that popped into my head only because we're in the season is like a movie like A Christmas Story. Well, that is a movie that you could just consistently put on. It doesn't count. It's, But it's one of those but movies. But it should where, count because if you can rewatch it yeah, and it's enjoyable even when you watch it the 35th time, then that's fine. <laughs> this, I don't think I'm going to get any more out of this movie on a second right. or third or fourth viewing. Maybe you do. I maybe won't. You're, maybe you're like, oh, that's how you dispose of guns. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the the... I never even would have thought of doing this. Like when he was, you know, he had the guy in the trunk. He was trying to fix his leg, all this stuff. And he got out of the hospital, went back to the trunk. He went to one of those drop off your clothing, like donation boxes. You see it like the Walmart parking lot to get like clothes. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty smart move. I don't think I've (laughs) ever thought of using that as like, like, I got to fucking get clothes kind of situation. You've never been poor. I when, have. When you've, when, you've been, Trust me. when you've been shot in the leg, you've become very resourceful. True. I did like the fact that they didn't make this guy a superhuman fucking crazy person. Like, the dude tried to pull an arrow out of his leg and realized, this ain't happening. I gotta go to a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's the first thing I thought. It of. made I'm like, sense. Okay, so he puts it in the car door and he tries to saw it off. So it's not. Now, which which I said, I'm like, you gotta get that. that that extra length off there. You do. I'm like, because it's just going to become, it's just going to, it's going to get in the way. And when he takes the hacksaw to it, I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's going to hurt. hurt, man. <laughs> Jesus. I did. Uh, <laughs> there was one scene, despite the, the, the very rough nature of this movie. 
I did like one scene where he got shot. He tried to do everything. He goes in to a, uh, he goes into like what a CVS or some like little thing, and he's paying for the, the you know the rubbing alcohol, all the things to help try to remove this arrow from his leg. Yes. And one of the bills is bloody, and he's looking at the guy, and the guy's looking at him. He goes, I. Uh, and, and then he's stops. just like, you know what? It's not even worth trying to give an right. excuse. And then he just walks away. And I'm like, that's funny. Because it's like, he didn't even try to make an excuse. He didn't try to like do something quippy. He yeah. didn't try to lie to the guy. He just like realized halfway through his sentence, it's not worth it. I'm yeah. going right. to fucking there's, bounce. There's <laughs> like, I, I, I genuinely chuckled at that. Because it's like, take the dollar. yeah, I could see that happening. Just like, eh, <laughs> fuck it. It's money. I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need to explain why it's there. I'm right. Like, I got to go do surgery. Call the cops. Call, uh, fuck it you. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, right. No, I, I, yeah, I 100% agree. So, uh, yeah, 3-5. You gave it a 3. 3, three, three. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. It's not, a ter- it's not terrible. So, I appreciate you guys watching that. Um. What is your next movie? I, I and you haven't even said anything, so I don't know what it is. But I know what it. it is. He knows what it is. What you guys talked about it? Yeah, well, because we, we got time. here on time. Yeah, we were here on time. <laughs> <laughs> I told Scott I was going to get coffee. We know. Which is actually one of the movies that was on my list. Too. I don't care, man. I got up at three o'clock in the morning last night. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's when I finished watching this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So I know Scott had this on his list. I had never seen it. You and I kind of briefly talked about it the other day when we went and saw the movie. Um, so it got me thinking about it. I watched the trailer last night after I watched this movie, and it had me laughing just through the trailer. Uh-oh. So I am picking <laughs> 1980s used cars. At last, a controversial new motion picture that dares to deal with a serious contemporary problem which every man, woman, and child must come to grips with at least once in their lifetime. You make them like this anymore. Why don't you go ahead and sit inside? Go ahead. This new upholstery, only 27,000 miles, and we just gave the engine a complete overhaul yesterday. Go ahead, kick her over. Isn't that the quietest engine you've ever heard in your life? Used cars. Rolling off the blocks this summer into a theater near you. Hey, Stan, trust me, huh? <laughs> Happy motoring, Stan. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Hey, come on. Trust me. It fucking looks hilarious. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it was filmed for... partly locally here, uh, I think in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, um, it's got a stars Kurt Russell. It's got a pretty good cast. Like, I've been watching the trailer, and I recognize a lot of faces. So I think it's going to be uh, a fun, uplifting light, you know, kind of like a Raising Arizona type situation for us. Where that's what I hear it compared to. Yeah, kind so of, kind of raising Arizona. I, I think it's going to be something that's going to lighten the mood a little bit before we go into the grim, dour Christmas season and then the 1970s. Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking for some <laughs> fucked up Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, because the package that contains used cars is uh, in I, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> I told you. I told you he had it on the way. Well, it's shout, so yeah, I know. of course I do. So, uh, yeah, we're going to watch used cars, and I, I, I love Kurt Russell. I love I early Kurt know. Russell. I think this looks funny. It looks like a typical 80s comedy. Even the trailer that I found that's on IMDb shows like topless women. Yeah. Like there's one <laughs> point where like she takes off her top and it's on TV and the kids looking at it. Look, mom, titties. I'm just like, all right. I'm this in. is it. Does this it five out of five? Does it look like uh, it looks silly, man? What's that one movie? Jeremy Piven? Oh, the I know goods. what you're talking about. The goods. Does it look, does it look I like don't, the goods? 
We have 24 hours to sell us a tire. I mean, it's kind of that same premise where it's like the competing used car dealerships across the street from each other. One's trying to stay in business, so they got to do everything they can to sell as many cars (laughs) as possible. Uh, so that's why they're doing all these weird gimmicks and, and hilarity and uh, just comedy ensues. Uh, what was your pick before that? Because that seems to be I didn't off have the one. cuff. I oh. really didn't have one, and I was are thinking you done ab- picking movies. No. Oh, what okay. do you mean I'm done picking? No, movies? I done. Show's over after this week. No, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I ran how, out. Well, that's what I'm asking. No, like, I have a list, but I a lot of my other movies were a little bit more heavy as far as content. I wanted to lighten up, so I started looking through comedies, and I kind of wanted to. Do something that I haven't seen. And you, like I said, you and I kind of briefly talked about this the other day when we were at the movie. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen that. You, I know you haven't seen it. I looked it up. And it, yeah, it just looked fun. Well, I do the same thing. I have a big list of things. And I always say, you know, like, oh, this, this is going to be my next pick. And then something else will just kind of slide right in. in and I'm like, ooh. That's the one I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. And then all these movies that I've had listed. Dude, look at my fucking... This is my watch list. <laughs> yeah. I just go down this and I pick one. I have I have a couple other movies, but like I said, Armageddon? most of... Most of Armageddon? Is Armageddon on that list? No. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was going to be so mad at you. I have seen Armageddon a million times. We're going to watch Deep Impact. Yeah, I've seen um, that, too. We were talking about that because... I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick an Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> Tell Jordan I'm picking Snatch. I, I did. I was so mad. And I was he like, was we, I go, yeah, we had to pick like good movies. Like, I go, like that one was Zach Efron and uh, 13 Matthew Perry. 30. 13 going on I've 30. I'm it. like, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. We can't <laughs> pick it. I'm like, I've seen it and I fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I honestly, I do too. <laughs> it's a better big than big. Yes. It really is. Or I guess it would be small. Or 13 right? going on 30. 13 going on 30 or whatever. I didn't, I don't like that movie, but yeah, whatever. Right. She's just annoying in it. Just for gardener or whatever. <laughs> She's a super you just hate women. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, we'll watch these cars. So and uh, we're going to have some 1980s fun shenanigans. So. Before Christmas. Last but not least, I guess we got to give this Halloween set away. Yep. Since we promised. Yes. Yeah. So I don't actually know this guy's name because he is. I only know him on the, 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 the TikToks and the Instagram. So we actually, I mean, we randomized this, so don't think that we're just, like, giving it out to, we the, yeah, but like, whoever we picked. When you, <laughs> when you randomize it, yeah, and there's only, like, three, <laughs> so there's, you know, 75% <laughs> chance. There was more than that. Uh, we're going to go with Jordan. Uh, let me bring it up. Yeah. Steelbook Obsessed on Instagram. We will be contacting you. You, uh, you won the box What set. was the movie he posted the thing so obviously you know I yeah, i'm biased and picked yeah it. same no, i'm just kidding no, there was a <laughs> there was a few good choices on there uh like you said i did randomize it um steelbook obsessed so congratulations Sounds aaron legit. spent a lot of money on you <laughs> you're welcome just like i do all my boyfriends yeah now you're on scholarship you asshole congratulations you've always been on scholarship fuck off <laughs> now now that aaron has the blue check mark he's just gonna contact that's right you. oh and follow now no me. one can get it anymore so you know. follow me on twitter uh yeah twi- give out your name because that's the most on-brand name ever. quentin tarantino is my spirit animal Shuck. on twitter i am verified <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Currently, I am. Um, he paid the eight dollars. Seven days banned, but uh, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back to talk uh-huh. a bunch of crap. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, uh, next week, our our phone. Our, our week movie, we're going to be on our phones. We're not going to come in. Our movie is used cars. I uh, we're get, but Reservoir Dogs will be on 4K by then. I'm going to check that out. Have you ever seen? You've seen it, right? I've Please seen see Reservoir Dogs. Thank God. Five. When you say check it well, out, it always freaks me up, out. Up, up until recently. 
Because didn't you say you had never seen it and you watched it like, what was it, like a couple months ago? No. It's been like two or three years since I've seen it. Okay. Uh, but I, it took good. forever to see it. The, the way you said you say, it, it was like. Well, just the way you say things like, I'll check it out, it always makes me think, have you seen it? Or are you just saying, I want to see the quality of I want to see the quality of the 4K. I'm the same way. Watch I've special just, features, blah, blah, blah. Plus, Reservoir Dogs is so fucking good. It's that really good. I, I can't not watch yeah, it. Yeah, I think mine's shipping or shipped already. Oh, uh, yeah. My, I just got from the Best Buy. text that says it's shipped. Um, what was it? Uh, so, Cinema Speculation. Uh, he's talking about a movie that he's writing or that he wrote as a kid. And he goes, it's kind of like Reservoir Dogs. It just sounded cool. It doesn't mean anything. And that kind of broke my heart because I love Reservoir Dogs. So I always think of the people in the movie as Reservoir Dogs, but I guess I don't mean anything. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, all right. You're just the title. Whatever. <laughs> I'm Jackie Aaron. Brown. She's not even in the movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. And Scott. And we'll see you next week. This is I'll Watch It Later podcast. Big gulps, huh? Welp. Welp.